This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Now execute on this one thing that I've called you to do. And that's where I am. That's... Wow, 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 wow. You know... That's an incredible story. I want us to touch a little bit. I mean, there's there's so many lessons in that, but you've said it all. Mm. I've seen you begin to speak in things uh, during the art festival. Um, I sat down with you and you said some things that I was just like, I don't think I would have ever heard anybody in this life say this. Where with Beulah City mm. and what you're doing in terms of real estate, mm. what you're saying has never been said yeah. in this country before. Yeah. And now hearing your story, I'm beginning to understand your crazy way of thinking. Mm. In fact, the word, the, the, the word is not crazy, but the word is faith way of thinking. Mm. For you now, it's a possibility and it can be yeah. done. When yeah. I hear about your history and the steps that you've taken yeah. and the obedience that you have to God, yeah. all of this makes sense. And that's why I'm so glad we've been talking for the last three hours. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So... Share people first and foremost, even before we talk about Bill City. What is it about this country and this continent mm. that you feel makes us a lighthouse in this season? Yeah, in this time. So, like I said, highest percentage of evangelization in the world. If there's a an evangelized continent right now on a per capita basis, it is Africa literally every corner except the belts mm. of Africa has been reached with the gospel. Yet, the most corrupt stories, the most impoverished of families in terms of on a per capita basis, the most, um, the worst use of capital by governments mm. is from this continent. Yet there's some amazing stories untold. Every time God has wanted to do something, he raises people. <laughs> Every move of God, he raises people to start getting sensitive about his agenda, not their mm. agenda, his. And what I believe about the continent is that we're in a transition. We're actually in a transition that requires grit, not whining, grit, understanding, and ridiculous execution. Mm. And I believe as you get your innovators, what you call your 5% innovators, or that first group, the rest will follow. Mm. You just need to begin. God's hand will be on the rest. So I think the continent is now in that transition. The question becomes, transition into what? <laughs> what are we becoming? What's this thing people keep calling next? What's this next, the next level? Sometimes we need to stop saying this next level stuff and just agree, okay, we are now on the seventh floor. Mm. 
what do we become? We become what we build. We're going to become what we build. It's as simple as that. It is a season of folding sleeves and working. We are no longer in the phase of exciting people. Mm. We're no longer in the phase. Now, hope is not something you never stop giving. It's biblical because Jesus said these three things remain faith, hope, and love. Mm. But faith is in the doing equation. It's not in the saying equation. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. So when you look at faith, it's not a saying word. Don't tell me you have faith. Show me mm. <laughs> what you've done with your faith. It's a verb. It's a verb. It's a doing word. So I believe Africa is in the doing stage. And that's where we are. And there's no... The first people to lead must be the church. And therefore, the new mindset must start from the church. Otherwise, we will be completely irrelevant in the thing that's happening to the continent. Because God will use whoever. He can use a goat. He can use a donkey. <laughs> he will use whoever is available, whatever religion they are. Mm. But the church has the privilege to hear this message first and act on it. And I'm a firm believer on that. And I know 50 years from now, I'll be justified in this message. It may not be fully understood now, but it must, we must act on it now. What are some of the things that you are doing? And if it's okay for you to share, I'm not asking sure. you to disclose. But what are the, some of the things that you are doing with this understanding that it's a doing time? So I've delayed releasing my books because I understood we're in a transition. Mm. And you know, Richard, there's nothing as bad as releasing material that belongs to yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of it can be there for history. But when God said to Joshua, Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead, he meant Moses the season. Mm. When he spoke about jo Moses in Joshua chapter 1, because in Deuteronomy he talks about Moses, my servant, but that's Moses, his friend. Now that's a friend of God. But in Joshua he says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Stay Moses the season, mm. the era, the dispensation, it's over. And what came with the next dispensation? There was no more manna. Mm. Africa <laughs> is no longer in the time of aid. Any country... Any country in Africa, and hear me in the spirit, proposing for aid in this time is positioning itself for a dimension of slavery that is going to take its children 100 to 200 years to get out of. Mm. The slavery cycles are 400 years. By the way, it's just this year that we closed 400 years from the time of um, um, slavery in the United States for the black man. This, is, this year marked 400 years. What? Yeah, this was the 400th year, and that's why you're seeing the Black Lives Matter has been more serious than any other because mm. it's like a, a, a release. It's yep. actually like a breaking forth of a people. But what they do with their freedom, that's another story. Now, we shouldn't be entitled in Africa. We need to collaborate. We need to equip ourselves. We're one of the, excuse me, most resource-rich continents in the world. People know that. But what do we do with it? How do we position that conversation? That for me becomes key. So he says to Joshua, Moses, the era is dead. So no more manna. Mm. Manna stopped immediately. That means you have to go hunting. They crossed the Jordan. Mm. They met with an angel, said, are you for us or against us? The angel said, take off your shoes. But hear this. Now when you go, I will be with you. So it means you have to go. Mm. When you go, fold your sleeves, build 
what you're building. Dig the trenches. Prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves in having the right sense around what the welfare of a people of a nation should look like. Are we together? Mm. Change your politics. Change it completely. Politics has to be demystified in Africa. So what the church has to do is to become the firstborn of a demonstration of what the world of God in Africa can look like. Mm. Are we together? Yep. So, so what am I doing about it? I've prepared myself to position every influence and every person I've ever met in my life <laughs> to participate in this next dimension of what God is doing. So I went and found some ridiculous money <laughs> and funding. Your skill. It's become yeah, your skill. That's my skill. Now I know where to go for it. <laughs> yeah. You see, before God let me look for it locally, mm. then he let me look for it internationally. Now he's made me go to global levels. What's the function? The function is to say to Richard, the first thing God wants to do is to settle the continent. Settling comes with certain requirements, and I don't want to go into all of them. Yep. That's material in the books. Yep. Settling goes into different understanding. When you're settled and your children are settled, that means they're no longer nomads. They're not moving from city to city, place to place. They High can school, be settled. Primary to primary. Primary to primary. <laughs> they're settled. Certain things happen when you're no longer a nomad. When you're no longer unsettled. So certain principles about even things like a home. It's just one element about settling. Mm. Settling because you're not in debt. You know when you're in debt, when your debtor, when your creditor calls you, <laughs> you either hide from that call or when you pick it, you have to pick it at whatever time. Because they are they're not going to stop calling because you become a slave. Mm. So we've got to crack the model about how to get out of this debt within a particular time. So my mission, mine as Julian, has to do with homes. And God has given me the, the, the heart and the mandate to settle people in homes. Richard, you'll be shocked what happens to a husband and wife when they own their home. When they can do something for their children and it is owned at the same price that they were paying rent for. Mm. Are we together? So crack the model to where you can get people into home ownership that even a, a waiter can talk about owning their home. When you do that in a nation, you demystify settling. Airtel did well, Celtel in the beginning, until the day Safaricom came and figured out that the day a watchman has a mobile phone, mm. <laughs> yeah. that's the day we'll have achieved our mission. And guess what? Society pays you back. They've never looked back profit-wise. Mm. Now, on the church side, one of the functions of the kingdom, and yes, there's spiritual settlement, but God said to me, there's body, mind, and spirit. You can't ignore either. Mm. All work in harmony, is it? Part of the solution for corruption in the continent is settling people. And settlement means I don't have to have a 75-bedroom house in Mothaiga, which is one of the affluent areas in Nairobi. Even a simple two-bedroom, I'm content that my work and home can sort that out. That's one of the deceptions of the enemy in Africa right now, is a lack of settlement. Richard, I don't know if you know, but in Kenya, there have only been, since independence, 36,000 mortgages. What? Go check your stats. 
since independence, 36,000 mortgages in Kenya, only 11,000 fully paid for. Now, first and foremost, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's the statistics. Since independence, 36,000 mortgages. But I can understand right now if you've got five million shillings yeah. looking to own a home and working in Nairobi, it's impossible. It's impossible. Number two, that is why whenever people get into office, whether government or private sector, they are all looking to get money, whichever way, the first thing you see everybody doing is building a home. Mm. They're all trying to settle. Everybody's trying to settle. So the function of the thing God has given me, the assignment why I came back home, is that if I can jumpstart, and you know the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. Mm. As God gave this, even the, the president got a dream. Yes. <laughs> and got into affordable housing as one of his key agendas, which has helped us in terms of the, the necessary laws because I was asking mm -hmm. God, who am I to change these laws, to do this? this the, the laws are from 1940. We still had laws that you can't collect water in your home because the colonialist was scared mm. of mosquitoes, malaria. <laughs> it was a law. All these things were changed just two years ago. One year ago. With, with the, the big, big four law, agenda. With the big four agenda. Because I said, God, there's no way we're going to build these kinds of houses with the current state of laws. And God said, you leave that to me. Boom. <laughs> gives a man a dream. <laughs> and he gives people to interpret that dream for him. And here we are today. So I'm glad it's happening across the country, but it doesn't change our agenda, which is let the church be very conscious about its members and the people God has given you to say, what can we do? Because it's always the church telling the people what to do for the church. But there's a dimension of a bride that asks her husband, what can I do for you? Mm. And Jesus Christ, who is the husband, the owner of the church, is saying, feed my flock. Feed my flock. Not just spiritually. That's why he never preached to them when they were hungry. Mm. He said, feed these people first. Because he knows a hungry person can't, can't hear the, the gospel. Mm. How will they hear? So we must come into this place of asking ourselves, let me tell you, I don't know if you know Richard, but I could be wrong in my statistics, but it's there online, it's available. In the 1800s is when the world reached its first billion. First billion in terms of population mm. size. In the 19, from 1900 to 2000, was the next time the world moved from that 1 billion and reached 4 billion people. Right now, the world is at 7 billion people. Mm. They say by 2050, the world will hit 10 billion. Land prices in Kenya don't make sense. Mm. In Nairobi, they don't make sense. So you and I, if we can't afford the house now, we're not going to be able to afford it later. I don't want to sound like I'm making a business speech. I'm giving yeah, you a yeah, calling no, no, to say, now God made it clear to me that every relationship I've given you Every door I've opened for you, this was for the function of it. So what have I done? I've gone to bishops and pastors and I've said to them, listen to me, this land you have in Nairobi and you don't know what to do with it, I've found money. I'm going to build 1,000 apartments in your land. 
I don't need anything from you. <laughs> Number two, I've been telling you for the last 10 years, anybody can check my messages, that there's a day coming when tithe and offering will not sustain the work of God. It's a good principle. We must continue doing it. But for the plans God has, we must think further. Hey, so, you're looking for a corona just hit, guys. And, this and this you. is it. Yes. <laughs> this is one of the things. Now, if another corona hits, we're done. Mm. Something like that, another one like this, it's just going to be devastating. So I've said, you as a church must start to figure out how to be self-sustaining. Because it's God giving you that understanding. And we say to them now, you have, you have the land. I'm building a thousand units. Number two, I'm going to bring people here to live here. And for the next 15, 20 years, they'll pay for their home as if they're paying rent. But you as a church... to rent. But you as a church, I'm going to give you maybe 200 apartments free. You continue keeping them. You decide what you want to do. I'm also going to build for you a chain of shops. Small retail shops. And I'll... I'll take you soon to see because I'll invite you for groundbreaking because everything we speak, there has to be mm. authenticity. So I'm saying this because now I'm at the point where I can say it. Yep. I couldn't say it before because I, I, I couldn't tell you that I'm ready. But now we've signed, we've signed the dotted line mm. and they're going to get shops. Number three, I've said to them, I'm going to build for you a sanctuary within that land as a part of the returns. So you wouldn't have to think about Harambe's and anything for a church. And then I'm going to give you this project and you keep it. We'll have made our money from mm. what we've done with the homes. But you have the land. Let's do this. I've not had any resistance, not even from one of those bishops. They've come wholeheartedly. And I'm not doing too many. Mm. But I've said to them, I've reached out to churches in Westlands who have land. And I've said to them, can you imagine your children living in Westlands in a two-bedroom unit for 50k. Where do you find that in Nairobi? Number and two, to, own. to own. Rent to own. It will be their home. It's a game changer because right now for you to find that kind of rent to own, you're going to live very far from the city. I don't want to tell you where, but on some 25th row somewhere. Mm. Are we together? Well designed, well thought out. We're not trying to give you... The day you can build your house in Runda, good for you. But I'm not going to come and tell you because God built for me this house. He's going to build for you a house like mine. No, my aim is to settle you. Once you have your basic, then you don't have to go into trouble trying to keep up with the Jonases or with the Karaokis. <laughs> you don't have to get into that kind of trouble. You own that home. And the churches have welcomed it because their strategy works. Mm. All of us come out of there making it. And now you imagine what that starts to do. Can you imagine if your church did not need any of your money for the next 20 years? Yet you're giving them. It changes our thinking. Education. Someone else has been given education. I've been given settlement. But God is putting people into these mountains to be responsible and let me tell you Richard I've seen money so I'm not moved by it it doesn't I'm not going to come and try and cheat someone so that I, I'm fine mm. I want this benefit to go where it counts the most but what does that mean with Christians and industry and leading the way 
And if I show you what we are building, it is, they are landmarks. You'll see it in Westlands and say, I can't believe this belongs to the kingdom. Yes, the kingdom is starting to participate. There's two gospels in the Bible, the kingdom, the gospel of Christ and the gospel of the kingdom. And mm. Jesus talked about the gospel of the kingdom yep. over 78 times in yep. the New Testament. What is the kingdom of God? It is God's way of doing things. Are we together? You settle people. Now what happens after that? I don't have instruction. I don't know who's going to come and handle education. Mm. I don't know who's going to come and handle maybe the loan cement companies and steel industries. I don't know. But what it is, we'll have begun something. We hope with 10 or 15 projects that then after that people can look at them and say, oh, we can do this. This is the next wave of how God's people will be settled, which is why he gave churches a lot of land in the beginning. <laughs> that way we can be able to put our people in affordable homes. As the government is doing its part, the kingdom of God is doing their part. And that for me, that's my legacy. That, ah, man, I feel like dropping the mic. But, <laughs> but just before, I've got to touch again on Papa Center. Yes. Because with you, the thing that I'm constantly hearing is growth. Yes. Next level to next level. Yeah. One of the things that blew my mind was seeing a different branch of Papa Center. Uh, Papa Center has always been at this base where we are right now. Yeah. But now, not always, but for a long time it's been yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's found a home here. But now, they're different Yes. Branches coming. Tell us yes. a bit about that growth. So so what so what I did is there's always been this thing about marketplace and church. You know, people have separated it. Check your Bible, it's not separate. Yep. It's one thing. So even as I tell you about Beulah and the homes, I don't see it as a separate thing. Mm. For me it's kingdom, it is church. It is actually carrying out mandate. And we must give credit where it's due. The Catholic Church was very good at this. Mm. They thought through community. That's why every time you see Catholic Church you will find a hospital. You will find schools, schools yep. you'll find settlements mm. because they were given land to, to help governments to develop because the function of the church is not only spiritual. When you settle people, they'll pay more attention to your message. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> together. Yep. They will. Yep. They will. Settle them. Jesus told them, tell them to sit down first and sit them down in groups. Then give them food. Man, I love then, the way then you read I'll the Bible. <laughs> then I'll preach to them. Yeah, yeah because they've, they've arrived. If you study the Bible, you'll find that those people are more than 40,000. Mm. They say 12,000 because they talk about, they say 7,000 because they talk about only men. Men. But you and I know there are more women in churches yep. than men, and they, the women come with children. Mm. Now, Richard, don't you find it amazing that when the disciples were told by Jesus, you feed them, they went out to look for food from the people. They went and were talking to everybody. Do you have food? Do you have food? Do you have any food? Do you have any food? Isn't it interesting that all those people left their homes to come here, Jesus, and nobody thought of packing lunch? <laughs> Apart from that, small. Except a small boy. One small boy is the only one who had food of all those people. And Jesus just looks at the disciples, he's like, okay, fine, bring it. <laughs> then he breaks it and it multiplies. But first, he settled them. When people are settled, there's order. For where Africa is about to go, the excitement needs to now just chill. We now need to talk sense, gospel-wise, and structure, and think, because that's the function. We were not called to be on earth to be spiritually, you know, so spiritual, but very useless physically. We have a balance we have to put into this. So the purpose center 
the evolution of Purpose Center is now, now I'm beginning ministry. Mm. <laughs> is what I've told the team. Now I begin. I love what we've done. We thank God for the stages, but now we begin. And so we are now, the name, the name of all the branches is called Ruak. Mm. We've got the Ruak Ministries, and Ruak is going to be in, in all parts of the country. And for somebody who would like the definition of that, where does the name, why? Rock, rock, rock in Hebrew means the breath of God, right? It's the breath of God, but it's actually an acronym. It's an acronym for Rema United Assemblies of Christ. Mm. <laughs> but rock in itself means um, the breath of God. So Rema United Assemblies of Christ is what now my ministry mantle is going to be in terms of how we move forward. And it'll always be an umbrella under the Purpose Center Church because this is where we began. Yes. And we're going to spread that culture because what we have is a culture. We're going to spread that culture and every church has a culture. That's why you'll find that someone says, I'll go to this church. They value their culture. So our system of culture is what we will spread so that people start to see what we're about, what we do, how we do it, what we feel about community how we study the Word of God, how we bring it to life, how we look at the logos and it becomes Rema. Rema is when the Word comes alive. It's a very, mm. for me, it's been a very critical word. That's why you're saying you love how I read the Bible. Mm. It's because it's I really love studying and, and asking God to give me Rema because Rema is where revelation mm. pops out from. That's why I can see Jesus has told them to sit mm. <laughs> before he preaches. Um, when T.D. Jakes came to Kenya before, um, and I know one of his statements got him in some trouble, mm. but when he came to Kenya before, he said, let's first dig the wells. Let's first give people water. Let's make sure people have food before I come to preach. It's actually a very important way of ministry. So Rema is now the global ministry. Ruach is now the global ministry that I want to use, the vehicle I'd like to use to now spread our... We've now been... We've dug enough of the foundation. Mm. Mm. 15 years of digging, mm. solidifying. I was not in a rush. I said we will not go to campuses until we're ready, until God speaks. And now God has said, now you're ready. So last year we launched our first campus, which is in Westlands, but now it's launching all over. I'm preparing for Dubai, for Nigeria, for South Africa. I've got followers, sons and daughters there. They've all been ready, but I was not gonna go until God said, go. Teach this culture for the next phase to all these people across the world and then let's see where that goes. I'll just be obedient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, first and foremost, thank you so much for You're this welcome. amazing conversation. I feel like you have, I'm sure guys watching this, their minds are blown and their spirit inside is just, it's, it's, it's fiery. Forget about just the, not just the mind, mind, body so. and soul inside is just, yeah. I am just from having this conversation. You've answered a lot of things that even in my own life, yeah. I'm trying to, to put, get understanding about yeah you've sort of given me a piece about them mm. i love how you have shared your story with such vulnerability with such authenticity openness you didn't have to you Thank didn't you. have to come here spend time with me for four hours or three yeah. and three hours and i yeah. change i thank you so much the reason why i'm stopping here is because this is not a stop 
Yeah. Everybody on the playoffs keeps asking me, "Hi, you just ended there." I'm like, "He's still breathing." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be more stories. There'll yeah. be more stories. Yeah. But in a few years when we sit back here again, yeah. We're going to talk about the fruits yes. of of all this stuff that you've just taught us. Amazing. I'll just ask you to just do a parting shot. Yeah. And we end. And before we do the parting okay. shot, yes. I'd love to invite you when we are launching love it when we're breaking ground for the first project I'd love your show to follow it to just be able to say remember the this? same way you talked about how we started at Moi Nairobi girls with K crew and fed from each other that's the kingdom of god I'd love you to be there to just see what this next one the next phase yes looks like because it's beginning it's no longer next it's now mm. <laughs> that that one on camera yeah Just tell me the date we okay. are there. We are Excellent. there. Thank I you will. so much. Thank God bless you. you but a parting shot. And I'll say this to everyone who's been a part of this today. First, thank you so much to Richard and thank you for uh, allowing me this opportunity to just share truth and and heart. Um rarely have I been asked and given the time to share this entire story, but now you know me. <laughs> I'll say this to you. The word of God helps us to understand weariness. It is possible for God's children to be weary. But I'll say to you do not be weary in doing good. Don't get tired. It is difficult to get back and start again. It is. It takes everything. When you feel you've lost, you feel disappointed with God, you feel the instruction he gave you it's not happening the way it's supposed to. But I'll say to you God is faithful to the very end he's faithful. David said I was young and now I'm old. Do you hear that? I was young, now I'm old. What's in between their time? Process, years, experience, solitude, pain, laughter, joy. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. The promise of God is this. you take care of his business he'll take care of your business so there are not many scriptures i've read where god encourages us to give up there's actually none in fact if you read the bible you will find that he says he says any man who puts his hand on a plow and looks back is not worthy that's tough he also says if you faint in your day of adversity not in your day of strength If you faint in your day of adversity, your strength is small. Eesh. Those are painful words to hear, but what God is saying is if you stay till the end, you'll understand the why. You'll understand the process. That even Jesus said, the word of God says about Jesus that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. We serve a father who has guaranteed us a benefit after obedience. Sometimes you may not see it. but just hang in there to the end you will see it eventually god bless you you stay strong and don't give up this podcast is part of the edify podcast network edify is a faith inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top christian podcasts today Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E D I F I .app.